Hello, Baker McKenzie welcomes you to Connect on Tech, a global podcast series covering legal developments on data, technology, privacy, and security that impact your business. Here's your host, Brian Hengisbaugh, Global Chair of Privacy and Security. Great. We are delighted today to have Jose Moran, the Global Chair of our Energy Mining and Infrastructure uh, Industry Group here at Baker McKenzie. Jose, welcome to the program. Thank you so much, Brian, for having me here, and thanks for this opportunity. Absolutely. So is it fair, Jose, to say that uh, the energy mining and infrastructure space is being transformed in the digital age, or, or is this sort of a sleepy area that not much is really going on in? I guess that short answer is that there's a huge appetite and uh, increase, you know, an interest, obviously, with respect to technology and innovation in this kind of brick and more industry sector, many businesses in the sector, and obviously, we're covering many subsectors, energy, mining, and infrastructure within energy. Obviously, we got renewables, we got power, we got climate change, uh, and alternative energy. But within all of these businesses, you know, especially when you look at the world's biggest companies, you know, they're all using, you know, data analytics, cloud computing, robotics, automation, predictive maintenance, machine learning, and obviously artificial intelligence. So it is essential right now, and this is a central topic, you know, a hot topic in the agenda for most of the clients, and obviously for us as uh, practitioners servicing those clients. So let me ask you this. That's great. So the answer is definitely yes. There's a huge transformation going on. But go that next step and make it concrete for us. Give us. Can you give us a couple examples of what you're seeing either in oil and gas or in other particular sectors? You bet. So for example, if we start with oil and gas, last year we saw a very strategic combination between a traditional kind of gold standard independent oil producer, independent oil company, Chevron, teaming up with, again, uh, one of the leading services companies in the business, Schlumberger, where they team up with Microsoft to basically accelerate creation of innovative, what they call petrotechnical and digital technologies. Under the partnership, basically, these companies will be working together to, to basically build applications that will help uh, those companies to process, visualize, interpret, and obtain insights for many data sources. And obviously, this is not just limited to, obviously, geophysical exploration uh, activities, but obviously that will be kind of the core of, of this kind of business or application to, to this particular business. In addition, obviously, we've seen ExxonMobil teaming up again with Microsoft in terms of using, you know, cloud technology in Exxon's uh, shale operations this is really relevant, really relevant to what we're doing in the U.S. and to basically the non-conventional or the shale uh, gas, which, as you know, has been something new in the U.S., something that has obviously assisted the U.S. to export gas for the first time. So now these companies, what they will do is basically collect data from Exxon's wells and production assets in the Permian Basin of West Texas and New Mexico. And then they will analyze those electronically and they will be gaining, you know, new insights into the well operations, the future of drilling and additional possibilities. So, I mean, these are real examples that obviously are already in the market and are taking place. Excellent. That's a great summary. So those are some um, perfect examples of, of how the transformation is happening. Um, and I'm, I'm also glad to learn or understand that 
we, Baker and McKenzie, have collaborated with 200 plus corporate executives and other stakeholders on a report entitled The Smart Power Revolution Opportunities and Challenges. Could you give us a sense of what's covered in that report and uh, what are some of the key takeaways? You bet. So basically, we cover a lot of sectors. One of them is the power sector. And obviously, the power sector is going through a major technological uh, transformation. It's been affected by many things that other industries are affected by. But obviously, it's the the cost-effective renewable energy. We got also the virtual PPAs, which at the end of the day reflects the, the fact that decentralization of energy production and improvements in energy storage, smart metering, metering and others. So back in 2018, we collaborated with the Clean Energy Pipeline. We surveyed over 200 uh, senior corporate executives. These were, some of them were clients and it included basically developers, developers of uh, power assets, uh, investors in those assets, banks and service providers worldwide. And our report was entitled Smart Power Revolution, Opportunities and Challenges. During, you know, this survey, we found that obviously there are certain things that have been, you know, kind of in the target of many companies. One of them, you know, has been investment in, in the smart power. So that investment, it's, it's rising. If we look at the market right now, more than 40% of the energy companies that we analyzed said basically that smart power is now a core part of their business, while the remaining 37, you know, have established at least one business line related to smart power. So what we believe, and my personal view is that, you know, when we're looking at energy in the same way that, you know, a lot of telephone companies, you know, have moved basically to a fixed fee, that's, I think, on the consumer level, that's what everyone would expect, that we're going to reach a point where any of us, you know, will be able to have an agreed upon price uh, for the full consumption of a year or a, any given month rather than waiting for fluctuations. And for that, you know, energy storage is key. And our report also looked at the fact that it tops basically the lists or the list right now in terms of investments. 62% of the business, they plan to invest more in energy storage and technology in the next 18 months, followed by renewable energy. So basically, you're looking now at a storage. Storage obviously helps with any peaks and, and valleys with respect to energy consumption. And then you go back again to complement uh, that with renewable energy. And then obviously something that it's obvious that we're seeing every day are, you know, the construction, you know, and interest on smart buildings and at the end of the day on smarter cities. Because uh, it's not just, you know, I mean, developing, you know, as for, for individuals or for corporations at the end of the day, the goal, I think the ultimate goal would be to, to have smart cities, you know, um, assisting us, you know, to be probably a little bit more conscious about the energy consumption. So the bottom line is that the rise of what we call tech utility, right now it's it's blurring in terms of, you know, it, there's not a definite line now between technology and traditional methods of energy production. The energy companies are basically jumping in and acquiring technology companies and adopting those technology companies within their organizations. So that means that now they're having that technology in-house and hopefully many of them, what they would like to do is be able to develop that technology in-house in my view. Perfect. Great answer. So uh, obviously a, a whole 
wide variety of uh, innovations and developments across um, supply and consumption, et cetera. Um, so what do you perceive? And I think you mentioned one right at the end there, which was acquisition of technology companies in the space. Um, what do you see as some of the key legal issues or regulatory challenges uh, in this in this quickly changing environment? Yeah, without any doubt, obviously, as, as we all know, you know, and we generally uh, share, you know, with every opportunity, there comes a lot of challenges or a few challenges it's obviously the, the the first ones that come to mind obviously is that digitalization and automation you know have indeed lead to big data and, and the use of di- big data with increased regulation and demands by governments and stakeholders surrounding you know data sharing as you know very well and disclosure so on the other hand the infrastructure sector and and the infrastructure funds and the investors are looking now at a concept called core plus when they looked at an asset they expect that they're going to get the basic asset that will be an asset such as energy production or a toll road but they're hoping to get a little bit more of that more than just the traditional that's why they move into this concept of core plus and core plus is that additional information that now these companies are able to obtain, such as big data from consumers. They can introduce, you know, and provide other menus, options to those consumers that could take place, you know, at, you know, especially on the transportation sector, but also obviously on the energy sector. So I think that obviously privacy data usage restrictions are probably key, one of the key issues and the key areas that you obviously keep probably a lot of these companies up at night and obviously at the end of the day they need to have good regulatory counsel to to navigate you know th- these opportunities but at the end of the day also challenges in terms of compliance and at the end of the day to be able to to monetize this additional information perfect jose moran our global chair of energy mining and infrastructure thanks for being on the show thank you so much brian it was a pleasure take care Thank you for listening. Stay tuned for our next podcast when we connect on tech. For more information on data and technology, subscribe to our blog at connectontech.com or visit our website at bakermackenzie.com.